Good morning, wet shavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's Mark with GeorgeTune.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put in your earbuds, adjust your speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. What is Second Cup? Well, Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next three MB airs, or a piece of late breaking information that viewers have passed along that is equally time sensitive, or something else regarding the wet shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit-chat and discuss some other things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup. And I hope you subscribe to the podcast where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the October 16th, 2023 episode of Second Cup. How are you this morning? Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I have got uh, the old reliable again, Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm using this, uh, this open house mug that I used last week from 1992. I used it last week, and I'm, <laughs> I'm using it again this morning. Hang on. I'm just going to take a sip here. Hmm. That's a good hot cup of coffee. I like that a lot. Yeah, well, we'll probably mix up the mugs and the coffees next week. But uh, it's just an old reliable standby that I just happen to reach for. Have you ever done that before? You're looking for a cup of coffee and you just find that old reliable brand of coffee that you like. And you're, you're, you've got a coffee mug that's very, very familiar. Some of you probably have a favorite coffee mug that you always reach for. And uh, it's just like an old pair of jeans or an old pair of tennis shoes. It's just so comfortable. And uh, I've got a couple of those myself. And this one just was familiar. It was just there on the shelf and I grabbed it and uh, uh, (laughs) I'm enjoying a cup of coffee with it. And I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me too. Hey, you know what? I was fiddling around with uh, YouTube and I happened to notice that they have an option there for podcasts. So I went ahead and I imported all of the podcasts that run on Anchor and Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, that sort of thing, onto YouTube. So if you go up to my channel now and you uh, navigate over to where it says Podcasts, you'll get a playlist of all the podcasts that uh, that I've created since we started doing podcasts, the Monday Morning Mailbag and the Second Cup Podcast. Now, everything was imported up to about October 2nd. And I don't know why it didn't uh, import October 9th. I'm not entirely sure. I'm still learning how this part of YouTube works. The other thing that I'm uh, rather um, concerned about is that it took all of those podcasts and it mixed them in with all the video listings. So when you go through my videos, you'll see thumbnails for the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast and also the Second Cup podcast. So you kind of have to scroll through those, scroll scroll down to see the actual videos 
uh, my video reviews and that sort of thing. So I don't know how uh, all this works yet. I might have to refine a few things because I did want to make the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast and these Second Cup podcasts available on YouTube because I know a lot of folks uh, just love to use YouTube and uh, they don't really venture far from that platform. They like YouTube a lot. And I thought, well, hey, I'm not streaming any of the podcasts on YouTube and YouTube has an option to do that. Well, let's go ahead and, and, and try that. And it has it had this universal import routine where you just got your RSS stream, real simple syndication stream, uh, that code, you plug that code in and you tell uh, you, you tell the program how many podcasts you want to import. And I said, you know, import them all. And uh, <laughs> that's what it did. And I was kind of looking it over this morning before we started this podcast and uh, there still needs to be some refinement done. Now, if for some reason uh, this appears to be bothersome to you, it gets in the way and uh, it really kind of um, negates the enjoyment you're having with the channel and, and, and the easy navigation, let me know and I'll correct that. And we'll talk about this again on an upcoming Monday morning mailbag because I want people to have access to all the videos and all the content as easily and as enjoyable as possible. And I'm hoping that adding the podcast will add to that enjoyment and uh, your uh, shaving journey. Uh, so um, uh, let me know uh, via an email, say Monday mailbag. Just email me at mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at, at uh, gmail.com. And let me know. <clears throat> Hang on. I need another, just a little more. Hang on. <laughs> ah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, just email me at mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And, um, you know, let me know uh, how you like the access to the podcast or if they're getting in the way of the regular videos. So uh, that's what I want to update you on. So we'll pay a few bills and we'll get the show underway in just a moment. Now, if you watch this morning's Monday morning mailbag, uh, you know that we had a discussion in the refill segment about Farmhouse North's aged bourbon and pear shave soap. I did a review with this and uh, got a great shave. Wonderful, wonderful slickness and glide. Uh, really, really beautiful, close BBS shave, and it's an absolutely spectacular scent for the uh, autumn season. However, the lather was not as, as thick and yogurty as some of the other shave soaps I've used. It was rather more light and meringue-like, as uh, one viewer noted. Now, I was using a, uh, a scuttle, the Phoenix Shaving Travel Scuttle, and I put in hot tap water, and then I threw that in the microwave because it's plastic, and you can microwave it. And I was thinking that maybe the hot water, uh, you know, didn't lend itself too well to making that lather. Nice warm lather, but maybe the water in the scuttle was too hot. Anyhow, I got this email from uh, viewer Bill Murphy. Uh, and the subject heading is Farmhouse North's Age Bourbon and Pear Review. And he writes, Hi, Mark, and Farmhouse North. Yesterday, I received Farmhouse North's Age Bourbon and Pear. I just had a shave this morning with it and got a great shave. Mark, I watched your video on this soap and noticed you did not get the lather as thick as you usually get. 
Here is how I got a thicker lather than what you got. First, I want to let you know we have a water softener, so that may make a difference. Here is what I used. I used my collapsible bowl that I got from Sterling Soap, Phoenix Shavings Peregrino Shaving Brush, and my Daily Rockwell 6S razor using the number four, number three, and number two plates. I put about a quarter to a half a teaspoon of soap in the bottom of the bowl and spread it out. Next, I added enough hot water to cover the soap. After showering, I wet the brush and wrung it out. I emptied the bloom water, leaving just a tiny bit in the bowl. Next, I just swirled the brush, concentrating on the center of the bowl until the soap was well lathered. At this point, I did get the same results that you got in your review. I then added even more water and just kept swirling and then got a rich, creamy, yogurty consistency and it almost filled the bowl completely. When I applied the soap to my face, it was just a bit thinner than I usually get with Phoenix Shavings CK6, but still got a good cushion of lather. I got a great, comfortable, near BBS shave with no nicks, no cuts, no weepers, and no irritation. The Aged Bourbon and Pear Aftershave Milk Gel is also great. It is made with alcohol and witch hazel and has a great fragrance that is subtle and not overpowering. Most importantly, my wife likes the scent also. In the future, I will be looking into Sweet Home Chicago, since I'm close to Chicago, and Tart Lemon. Both sound like they could be my kind of scents. Now, he also included the scent profile for each. Uh, well, here's one last note. One last note. Phoenix Shavings 22mm brushes do not work well for me when bowl lathering, but I do use them for doing a face lather and get good results. Oh, hey, well, thanks very much for that little bit of uh, information there, Bill. Really do appreciate it. You know, it's a your mileage may it's a your mileage may vary kind of thing when it comes to shave brushes and soaps and razors and blades that sort of thing. Uh, I uh, I like the 22 millimeter brushes that uh, Phoenix Shaving makes, and I get a a really really nice bowl lathering with it. Um, you know, again, your mileage may vary and. Uh, I, I was a face lather, only a face lather, and viewers converted me to a <laughs> bowl lathering, and I've not looked back. Although, um, on an upcoming uh, video review, I do do a face lather, and that is with the Ogallala Bay Rum Shave Soap. Check that out. That should be running this week. <laughs> You'll know why I'm doing a face lather with that particular shave soap. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Very, very interesting. A uh, little bit of... Uh, a little bit of a mistake on my part, but it was a happy accident. Let's just put it that way. Anyhow, here are the uh, scent notes from uh, Sweet Home Chicago and Tart Lemon. Sweet Home Chicago scent notes are cherry tobacco forward with notes of vanilla, tonka bean, black tea, amber, and woods. Man, <laughs> that sounds great. And the uh, Tart Lemon scent notes are Bright and slightly sweet and tart lemon will wake you up for the day. Scent notes of fresh lemon, lime, orange, neroli, sugar, vanilla, gardenia. 
Wow, that is a great scent profile. I'm going to look into that one, too. Both of those, both of those sound absolutely wonderful. Thanks for the uh, the recommendations on those, Bill. Really, really do appreciate it. And thanks for your lathering routine regarding uh, aged bourbon and pear. Uh, I think I'm going to use that method. I'm going to back off on the amount of soap and maybe add just a little more water and I'm going to try it in, in a neutral bowl. I won't try it in a warm or a cold bowl, just room temperature water or warm water. You know, warm water, just like I, like I do with any other, other kind of shake. Warm water, but not overly hot water that I think I had in the scuttle for the, uh, the shave that I did with the aged bourbon and pear. Just a nice warm water shave. And uh, we'll see how that works out because it is an absolutely beautiful scent. And the glide and the slickness are really, really top-notch. So, Bill, thanks very, very much for the uh, the nicely detailed uh, lathering routine with uh, Farmhouse North's Aged Bourbon and Pear. Really do appreciate it. Thanks again, Bill. Got another email here from viewer Rodney Ripplinger regarding Kananga Water Cologne. Have you ever heard of this one before? Here's what Rodney writes about it. Mark, have you ever purchased Kananga Water Cologne? I saw a guy on YouTube talking about it. I needed a little something to get free shipping from Amazon, so I ordered a bottle. It is by the same people who sell Florida water. It has a flowery scent to it. Good for an everyday alternative scent. I just got it an hour or so ago. It seems to be a long-lasting scent. One thing I purchased that I really like is Wright's Coal Tar Bar Soap. Paul of Paul H. Films was talking about it during one of his shaves. He said his parents always used it. The newest version of it is not made with coal tar, but has that scent. It is sort of medicinal in a way. A masculine sort of scent, too. No more Irish Spring for me. <laughs> Amazon carries both of these items. Rodney. Uh, hey, Rodney, thanks very, very much for this. I have not heard of uh, Kananga Water Cologne. I have uh, heard of Florida Water. I've used Florida Water. And the interesting aspect or the interesting marketing aspect about Florida Water it's, is, is its use in uh, spiritual um, rituals, uh, really, is what is. If you go up to a WikiHow here on Florida water, and I'll link this below, they give the entire background about uh, Florida water use, not so much for shaving, but for religious and spiritual rituals. Uh, and I knew this, I kind of knew this, kind of had an inkling of this in the back of my mind when I first bought Florida water. And I like it as an aftershave. I really do. I think it's got a great scent. And it comes in a long, tall, bottle, thin, tall bottle. And here's what this WikiHow says. Uh, things you should know. Florida water is a perfumed water that's used in religious or spiritual rituals. Some believe that it helps ward off negative energy and brings good luck. Use Florida water to cleanse your home, your clothing, or your altars. Spritz it on your body to attract good luck and repel bad energy. Uh, how about that? And it looks like Kananga water has the same kind of uh, uh, marketing behind it. Uh, here's what they write about it in the product description on Amazon. Kananga water is a sweet-smelling cologne commonly used to purge negative energies or just enjoy as a pleasant scent. 
said to originate from Kananga Odorata plant oil. How about that? Now, I like Florida water. I like it as an aftershave, and I've used it in some of my video reviews. I haven't used it recently, but I have. I think I have a, a, a new unopened bottle yet and probably half of another bottle. And you know what? I'm going to use it for uh, my next shave because I really, really do like it a lot. And uh, I just like the uh, the good feeling that it leaves me with. So uh, there's a little bit of background there for you on uh, Kananga water and also Florida water. Uh, you know, it'll purge negative energies, uh, that sort of thing. That's how they market it. And uh, I find that when I use Florida water, it is very, very uplifting. And I have a nice positive feeling after I use it. So yeah, maybe there is something to it. I'm I'm not going to knock it at all. I, I really, really enjoy using Florida water. I think it's an absolutely uh, wonderful aftershave, a nice change of pace. And you can get both the Kananga uh, water cologne and also Florida water uh, on the Amazon website. And we'll also have a link to the company's website where you can get both of those. I think Florida water is very, very good. As a matter of fact, I really like the scent of it. I really, really enjoy Florida water. And Rodney, your email has reminded me to uh, break it out and use it again. Uh, it is an absolutely wonderful uh, aftershave and uh, really affords a nice change of pace for your uh, post-shave routine. So I really, really do like it. And uh, I'm going to put Kananga Water Cologne on my wish list. And uh, when uh, when the opportunity comes around, when I'm on Amazon and I need one more item like, uh, like you uh, mentioned, uh, you know what, I'll put that in my shopping cart as well. So thanks very, very much for that. Now, regarding Wright's traditional soap, uh, that uh, that Paul H. had talked about. It is available on Amazon, and here's what they have to say about it in the product description. Wright's Traditional Soap, uh, 125 grams, is specially formulated for everyday skin cleansing and is suitable for all skin types. That includes tea tree oil, soothing, cleansing, antiseptic, uh, coal tar fragrance, uh, so uh, it also says Wright's Traditional Soap contains active ingredient tea tree, which has natural antiseptic properties. So if you're looking for a new brand of uh, bar soap, uh, check this one out. We'll have a link to it in the description below, uh, Wright's Traditional Soap. Again, it doesn't have the uh, original coal tar ingredient anymore. It has the scent. At least that's what uh, Rodney said in his uh, email. Let me take a look at that one more, one more time. Um, it says here, eh, what's about it? parents use it, the newest version. The newest version of it is not made with coal tar, but has that scent. Okay, so just to clarify, it's got uh, the scent, but it doesn't have the original coal tar. And I'm wondering what the uh, original coal tar ingredient was good for. That is very, very interesting. If you know, please email me at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and uh, we'll pass it along to all the listeners and viewers because I'm not really familiar with a coal tar soap and I don't know why they would put a, a coal tar in there and what the, uh, what the benefits were. Uh, but um, it does have tea tree oil in it. 
So uh, thanks again to Rodney for uh, a really, really informative email introducing us all to uh, another uh, aftershave and bar soap uh, that is out on the market and available on Amazon. Rodney, thank you very, very much. Really do appreciate it. And again, folks, I really like Florida water a lot, and I'm going to use it for my next shave. Thanks again, Rodney. Really do appreciate it. Now, on the Monday Morning Mailbag, we've also been discussing Bic razor blades. Now, these were recommended to me by uh, Chuck Price, and I had a shave with them, uh, did a review, and uh, boy, oh boy, they were terrific. And I've had several shaves with them, and I found them to be very, very sharp, very, very smooth. Uh, and as I mentioned, I get the impression that uh, they get a little better as you increase the aggression of the razor that you're using. Now, I will be using them in some milder razors just to compare, but uh, my first impression is that each shave got better and better and better as the efficiency of the razor went up that I was using. So I think the ultimate test will be to... Um, pop a big blade into a, uh, say, a vintage Gillette Slim and start off the shave at, say, maybe six or seven, something like that, which is really getting up there for me, and then turning it down to, say, four. Uh, I'm really looking forward to doing that shave, uh, if not a vintage Slim, but some of the other adjustables I have, like a T2 or the, um, the Pearl Flexi, that sort of thing. Well, anyhow, I uh, got this uh, email here from uh, Paul DeJardin, and he, uh, and he wrote, Hello, Mark. Uh, thumbs up your clown fruit video with Bic Blade. Hey, thanks very much for that, Paul. Really do appreciate it. He continues here. Quick question, if you don't mind. How would you compare the Bic Blades with the Astra Blades? Uh, by the way, I finished my CK6 Pineapple Bay Rum Soap, so I used an old Parasso I had. Yeah, CK6 is definitely in a league of its own. Uh, go Buckeyes. <laughs> yeah, go Buckeyes. Yeah, uh, we had a win over Purdue this past weekend. That was always, uh, that was nice to see. Uh, but uh, yeah, thanks for, for the uh, for the uh, confirmation of how great CK6 is. As Bill Murphy had mentioned earlier in the show, uh, that uh, although Farmhouse North gave him a really, really nice lather, uh, CK6 seems to have a little more body and density, and it really is terrific. I am biased, folks. I, I don't I don't hide it. I I love CK6. It was definitely a, a game changer for me and took my shave to the next level, much like Tabak did early on in my wet shaving journey. When I came across Tabak, that was a game changer and took me to the next level. And uh, viewers were saying I should try some artisan shave soaps. And, you know, when I tried Future Fiction from Phoenix Shaving, wow. I love the scent. Of course, I love the artwork on it. Uh, it's got that Buck Rogers, Flash Gordon kind of vibe going on. Absolutely love that. And uh, CK6 was just uh, marvelous. And I always tell new wet shavers, and I'll repeat here again, that uh, if you're bowl lathering or face lathering, get a good synthetic brush. And Phoenix Shaving has a nice selection of uh, synthetic brushes. And get some CK6 shaving soap. Get it in a scent that you'll enjoy and watch how easily it is to create a boom lather right away. It is absolutely amazing. And it will definitely up your wet shaving game, no doubt about it. Well, anyhow, getting back to the point of his original uh, question, uh, how would you compare uh, Bic Blades with Astro Blades? Uh, you know what? I haven't really used an Astro Blade in quite some time. There have been a lot of 
great blades coming through the shaved end that I've been using in my reviews. Wizomets are great, and the Gillette Swedes that Beth Jones very, very kindly sent to the channel, as well as the, uh, the uh, Gillette uh, Golden Shave Menorahs. Those are just terrific. Uh, those blades are wonderful, both the Swedes and the, and the, and the um, I believe they're called the Golden Shave Menorahs. Uh, boy, those are really, really terrific, terrific uh, blades. And you can get both of those, the Golden Shave uh, Gillette Menorah Blades and also the, the Gillette Swedes at Bull Goose Shaving. And again, my thanks to Beth Jones for very, very kindly sending those along. As a matter of fact, in the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway, Beth Jones very, very kindly donated some uh, Gillette Swedes uh, as, part of the, as part of the prize package package. Uh, it's in the prize package pool is what I'm saying. Uh, so yeah, those are great, great razor blades. So, okay, that's a little bit of a getting off on a tangent here, uh, but how does the Astra compare to the, uh, the Bic blade? Uh, and again, it goes back to the point, a lot of blades coming through the, uh, the shave den. So I haven't had a chance to use the Astras in a long time, but if memory serves me, both of these blades are smooth. It's just that the Bic has a little more blade feel than the Astra. That's how I remember it. Now, I, I'm going to have to have a shave with an Astra blade again and do a side-by-side -side comparison. However, I will repeat what I mentioned in this morning's Monday morning mailbag, and it's this. I don't think any wet shaver has, has had a lousy, terrible shave with an Astra blade. I think universally, all wet shavers out there really, really like the Astra razor blades, or the blade gives them a decent shave. But I don't think anybody hates the Astra razor blade. Whereas with the Bic, it's definitely a your mileage may vary kind of razor blade. Uh, there are wet shavers out there who absolutely love this Bic Chrome Platinum razor blade. I'm one of them. I like it a lot. And there are other wet shavers that just put it in the no, will not use ever again category. And uh, we've received uh, comments on both sides of the aisle uh, from those who absolutely love it and those who just do not like it at all. And um, I think it's the kind of blade that if you, if you don't get a good shave with it the first time out, uh, I think that falls into my rule of set it aside give it a couple of weeks, three weeks, maybe even a month, come back to it, uh, you know, put it in a different razor and give it another go and see what happens. Uh, because sometimes uh, I think we anticipate a certain result and when, when that piece of wet shaving gear item doesn't come up to that anticipated uh, outcome, uh, then we tend to think, well, this didn't work for me. So I think you just have to go in um, you know, with a, with a neutral attitude, let's see what happens kind of an attitude. And I think then you'll be pleasantly surprised. So I think a lot of times when we get that new razor, that new shave soap, that new blade, we, we are thinking, boy, this is going to be great. I'm going to love this. This is going to be really, really awesome. And it doesn't come up to the standard that we envision. That's kind of, uh, my impression. And that's happened to me in the past, uh, with, uh, you know, certain razors and certain shave soaps that I've used, and I've kind of set them aside, uh, and I, I've come back to them, and all of a sudden, wow! <laughs> you know, the second time out, they're amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But again, uh, I'll have to use the Astra Blade and the Bic Blade 
uh, side by side, uh, you know, maybe from one shave to another to really be able to do a, an honest comparison of them. But uh, my, my feeling is, uh, as I recall, to the best of my ability here, the best of my recollection, I think the Bic Blade has a little more blade feel in a good way, uh, more so than the Astro Blade. Uh, these Bic Blades are really, really very, very good. And I tend to enjoy razor blades that uh, have the chrome, uh, platinum, Teflon coating to, on them. Uh, and uh, I kind of gravitate towards those, those blades. Any of the blades that are labeled stainless steel, uh, I don't believe have the same kind of coating as a platinum or a chrome platinum blade. Now, the only exception are the Menorah Golden Shave Blades. Those are labeled a stainless steel blade, and my gosh, are those smooth. So I don't know what the plating or the coating is on those, but they're wonderful. So uh, it's the great thing about the traditional wet shave. You can take your shave in any kind of direction just by changing up a razor blade. And as we mentioned on this morning's Monday morning mailbag, it's just an absolute joy and treat to uh, try a razor blade from a far-flung part of the world, a blade that we've never heard of before that comes from, uh, you know, an Egypt or a Pakistan or an India, uh, you know, you know someplace far, far off from where we live. And you get that, uh, that blade and you pop it into your razor and you have an all-new uh, wet shaving experience. And, uh, yeah, it's kind, of, uh, it's kind of like a grass being greener on the other side of the fence. Wow, I got this blade from all the way from, you know, fill in the blank, which makes it uh, all the more enjoyable, I guess. So, um, yeah, so I, I'll do a comparison on them, Paul, and uh, between the Astra and the Big Blades and try to come back with a better answer. But that's, initially, that's kind of how I recall it, that the, the Astras are very, very good, very, very smooth. It's just that I think the Big Blade has a little more blade feel, possibly even a little more sharpness, and uh, just uh, really delivered an enjoyable, enjoyable shave for me. And they're both, both great blades. Uh, but uh, that's, that's kind of how, uh, how I recall the Astra Blade uh, when I'm comparing it to this uh, newer Big Blade. So thanks again for the question. I know I went off on a couple of tangents, but uh, <laughs> that's why I love doing Second Cup. I can just kind of throw things out, and I know that... Uh, I know that you'll uh, you'll uh, you'll give me the uh, the patience to kind of uh, uh, circle circle back around and come back to the uh, the initial question or the initial comment. So thanks again for the uh, question, Paul. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, before I get out of here, I want to recommend a movie to you. Do you like westerns? Do you like cowboy movies? Because I have got a great western cowboy movie for you that has a bit of a twist. It's from 1990. It stars Tom Selleck, and it's called Quigley Down Under. It's a Western that takes place in Australia. It is an absolutely wonderful Western movie. It stars, again, Tom Selleck, Laura San Giacomo, and Alan Rickman. Now, Alan Rickman was the uh, bad guy in the Die Hard movies, and he's a <laughs> great villain type in this movie. And uh, in a nutshell, the, uh, the movie is about sharpshooter Matthew Quigley, played by Tom Selleck, who is hired by an Australian rancher. And uh, he makes the trip all the way from America, all the way to Australia. 
And um, then he finds out why he's hired. And boy, does the story get going then. <laughs> it really is a fantastic Western that takes place in Australia. It is terrific. And uh, it's got, oh, gee whiz, I don't want to spoil it for you. You know what? I'm not, I was going to say, I'm going to say, uh, uh, going to talk about a certain other element to it. Um, nope, not going to say it. You have to watch the movie. And then you'll know. Then you'll know when you see the part I'm talking about, you'll know. You can send me an email at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we can talk about it then. I do not want to spoil it for you because it really is a terrific part of the movie. And it's and my late father loved this movie. Uh, he really liked Tom Selleck in these cowboy western roles. And uh, I, I do as well. And uh, yeah, the movie's just terrific. And it has a wonderful musical soundtrack that just matches up perfectly with the, uh, the whole theme of the movie. Uh, a great Western set in Australia, Quigley Down Under, starring Tom Selleck, Laura San Giacomo, and Alan Rickman. And that wraps up another Second Cup. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe, and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or friend. My thanks to everyone who commented and contributed to today's show. And I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together with you again on these podcast airwaves. Until then, enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that second cup. <laughs>